0: We're going to talk COVID, which is probably a good thing that I'm here instead of Kerry, because you know how Kerry feels about COVID and the COVID debate. It broke her, and it's it's been written about in magazines. Uh, So I think think this may be the final time I talk about COVID as well. I actually said on the drive show the other day I declared COVID over because the government had done everything it could to protect the population with vaccinations, etc., uh, and masks and advice. And so many people were telling them wrong. And I said, "Right, well, OK, now you're on your own. The COVID's over. You're on your own. Do what you have to do. You have been educated. It has been two and a half years. You know what to do. But no, COVID had one more sting in the tail. And that sting in the tail yesterday was Dr. Ashley Bloomfield and possibly his last address to the nation at midday. He's leaving next week. When Ashley uh, came on and announced changes to the way we run monitoring of the COVID infection. And it broke me. Now, if you've listened to me, you'll know that I've been a broad supporter of the general idea of the fight against the COVID-19 coronavirus infection over the last two and a half years. I have had problems with it. I've had problems with the implementation. Some problems I excuse because it was an emergency. We'd never been here before. And the plans weren't great. And we made cock-ups. I understood that. But I was a broad supporter. I was a supporter of the first lockdown. No one was happier than I that it actually worked. And we ended up being one of the few countries free of the COVID-19 infection, which meant that our businesses powered ahead at great speed. We had a summer. I went to 660 in concert. I took a photograph of 50,000 people. I put it on my Facebook page. And all my friends from around the world went, Oh, my God, when was this? And I said, last night. And they couldn't believe it. That's because of what we did. That's because of the lockdown. So I supported that. I enjoyed the successes of it all. Then came Delta. And I understood that maybe, yes, here comes another lockdown. And I was proud of the fact that we got within Cooey of defeating Delta. Then we lasted just a little bit too long. And I complained about that on the radio. But then, you know, eventually we bit the bullet and we joined the rest of the world. And here we are. Now at the basis of the entire COVID battle was knowing just how much this virus had of our country in its grip. How many infections, how many hospitalizations, and how many deaths. And you needed to know that information to help decide what you were going to do. And we had debates about that information and Dr. Ashley Bloomfield and the Ministry of Health, supported by the government, came out and towed the World Health Organization line. If you died with COVID, within 28 days of having a COVID infection, that was a COVID death. Now, we all railed about that, saying, so that's not exactly correct, Ashley, because you could get the COVID, you could you know, be cured, or not cured, but you could get over it in a week, and then you go and get run over by a bus, Oh, look, he had COVID six, 16 days ago. That goes on to the COVID death total. That's wrong. We all knew it was wrong. We railed about it. Oh, that's the World Health Organization way of doing things. All right, well, be like that. Stick your head in the stand. Be stupid. Okay, that's fine. But what it meant was that our numbers of infected were exaggerated. And we all knew it at the time. Well, now we've decided to only call the people who've died of COVID, dead of COVID, people who have COVID and it was the contributory cause to their death. And all those people who had COVID and then 16 days later it stepped in front of a bus, well, that's just very unfortunate and I'm sorry for your family. It is popularly thought that the infection level that we have in this country is at least twice of what we've we've actually been been saying. So if our deaths and our hospitalisation are in fact low at the same level that they've always been at but our infection rate is higher obviously therefore the the threat from covid is greatly decreased okay yesterday they also changed the way they do survey testing they have never done it before they've got a small group in wellington and they test them as a as a, as a control group and they try and see exactly how much infection is in that group it's running at about 2.5% that would suggest in the wider population, we should have around about 20,000 people with the COVID right now. That is double what we've actually got right now. We've got 10,000. Looks like that control group is right, but it's just a little control group. Now they're going to do this nationwide so they get a better picture. The wastewater has been telling them this all the way through. Again, this is probably going to tell us we have more infection. But the new way of counting of deaths is going to say we have less deaths. Put it all together, the whole the whole threat from COVID has greatly being diminished. Am I right or am I right? Or have I got my maths wrong? 0800-8010-80 is the number to phone. But I sat there on the drive show last night hearing this and going, oh, for God's sake, sorry for taking the name of the Lord in vain, but for God's sake, Ashley, here you are one week away from actually walking away from the job. And now you're doing the very thing that we asked you to do for two and a half years. Everybody who's fought against this will go, we were right all along. Everyone will say, why did you do this? Everyone will presume you exaggerated it. Everyone will start saying, and they said it immediately yesterday, everyone will say, you were running a fear card to force people who didn't want to get vaccinated to get vaccinated. And he's like, well, I'm leaving in a week. So thank you. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. But yeah. Moving on. Were you as angry as I was? At that moment, were you a supporter of the whole COVID-19 thing and going, why did you do this?